0: see how we're doing here. So Lester, how are you? I'm doing real well. I'm really absorbed with what we're trying to accomplish here on
1: the sidewalk and it's just amazing what you you can contribute to the community just by being out here in the wide
0: open spaces. What do you think we're going to um attract enough attention out here today i'm not sure at the moment we're really knocking them dead <laughs> <laughs> well we got people at. people across the street are looking at us already they really are surprisingly enough welcome everybody this is brian frazier executive director of north Andover cam and it is today is october 20th which is community media day and uh we're out front of 70 main street um, recording our first podcast for the station and um i'm happy to have um rick gorman of he's the executive director of north Andover recreation services youth and recreation youth and records no, north yes thank you see uh I'm always behind the scenes, Rick, mm-hmm. and um, this is just fun for me. So save save me, because uh, Rick right. Rick has an established uh, podcast, and I'm I'm excited that he's our first guest here today. Um, so a little a quick uh, bit about Community Media Day, and it's it's a uh, it is a national day, and the town has recognized it with citation uh, a couple of years ago, and um, we uh, we it's nice because uh, we get to take a minute, uh, a, a, you know, a day out of the year, and just kind of recognize what community media does for the local community and um so we figured we take the opportunity out today and um uh, and, and talk to some of our uh local services and uh people as they walk by because we're right outside uh the, the the cam studios on 70 main street so um so rick yeah tell tell me a little bit of uh, uh of give the audience a little bit of um you know knowledge of what what how we've worked together. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah obviously, uh, being here as long as I've been here in North Andover, I've been involved with CAM since it actually started. Um, probably been more involved since you became the director here. Um, and prior to the pandemic, we did a number of uh, pretty cool things. Um, we actually used to run an after-school program down here, uh, or actually at the former place, uh, where the kids actually, it was run by the kids, it was kind of like a middle school Program, you know talking what's going on with the youth that type of thing and uh, and then we did a variety of different special events um, but probably the biggest thing was uh, I came to you uh, you guys probably almost three years ago uh, to start my own podcast and it was pretty funny the IT director at the time uh, Chris McClure and you basically looked at me and said does anybody even listen to podcasts <laughs> and I said are you kidding me everybody listens to podcasts you, you were on the cutting I edge because podcasts were re, re yeah re, you they've know, always been there but right. right now they're at a, a totally different yep. level so thanks to you and Bill and everybody here you guys hooked me up uh starting it I would come down here every week and rent the equipment uh I would actually do it up at the U center and um And then uh, I got a grant to actually write, and you guys helped me get the equipment to do it. Uh, So our U-Centered podcast, which is in year three right now, uh, we owe it all to CAM uh, to support us from a technical standpoint on that. Uh, And then obviously when the pandemic hit is, I think when people realized how important CAM is to the community. And for me and my department, first of all, we had to go virtual with our board of directors meeting. And every month, Cam, you know, went live with our our meeting at at 7 o'clock in the morning. You had it hooked up, and we kind of went on live at 8 o'clock. And so for a whole year, I think it was almost 14 months, uh, we relied on you to carry our our public meeting. Um, And then we just did a variety of collaborations. Um, Last year, we couldn't have fans at our very popular Powder Puff game at the high school. Uh, So what did you guys do? You brought everything down there. You live streamed it. I was actually out on, on sick leave for a few days. I actually was at home watching the live stream of the Powder Puff, thanks to you guys. And then throughout the year, you've done a number of special events for us. We had a great scholarship night up at Stevens Estate. You guys came up, filmed the whole thing, had it on YouTube channel the next day. Uh, so our partnership is strong. And uh, as I told you off here, looking to see how we can collaborate more with your new studio here. And I think I actually would like to bring back that kids program that we had, which seems like a million years ago. So yeah, uh, and that and that program
0: was it was beneficial in a couple of ways because it highlighted what you had done the prior two weeks, but it also kind of forecast what was coming up on your schedule in the next two weeks. Yeah, As, if I remember, that's and how that, that show was. And that was prior
1: went. to us. I mean, I think we're probably the most cutting edge department around social media. So now, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, We keep the community pretty up-to-date on stuff. But that program, you're right, it kind of recapped a couple of weeks and then gave people the the coming attractions, I think is how we actually tried to do it. And um, I just think that, um, you know, from my standpoint, you know, CAM is so valuable to this town. I just don't think prior to the pandemic, I don't think people knew all the stuff you did. And I think uh, when I think of a lot of agencies, departments and people, That saved this community during the pandemic. Cam's right up there with all of them, so I'm obviously very appreciative to you guys. No, no,
0: those are kind words. I appreciate it. We did get busy, that's for sure. Um, um, You know, going back to that show that the kids were doing um, for the for the highlights of the youth center. um, Not only was it beneficial to you guys, but it was also because our traffic uh, down down uh, in front of 70 Main Street with all the big trucks. but um, but it's also they they learn the skills right, right? they they were producing the the uh, actual show so yeah, they learned Michelle, how to. Michelle
1: yeah. came down with about four kids and um, it wasn't just them sitting in front of a mic. Uh, you guys showed them how to set up the equipment, how to film it, and so if anything, it, it was a great program. It was a great way to advertise the youth, center, but kids got a skill out of it. Correct. And I think that's something you've always talked to me about is how come we can't get more kids that want to probably. Um, you know, learn how to do this stuff, do their own programs. I mean, obviously the year that you guys have done around uh, um, pretty much live streaming all of the sports events, and I know you've at times had a struggle to get, you know, announcers and things like that, but I look at it and say that would be a great opportunity for kids to learn kind of the, the sports casting business on top of everything else. Correct, yeah. Future careers um,
0: is, is how I think we have I think we have a natural partnership with the the youth center because of that, you know, so there's just a natural ability for us to to do more things together. And and that's it. It's the future of of the kids that are there. They're going to be looking toward careers. Um, These are, you know, constant job skills. One of the new programs that we're starting and I wanted to make sure that you and I talked about it is um, an Explorer program, which is like the the police off the police do it. And it's career focused um, after school clubs where it's it's really just getting exposure to the career. Now, the police, it, it's real specific. You want to be a police officer. Right. There's branches of what you want to do when you're a police officer. But we're doing a com- communications Explorer post. And um, there's like a million things you can do in communications. So it could be video production. It could be public relations. it yeah. could. So it's kind of a broader spectrum in and that's what we're reaching out to both middle school and high school in even into college so as they cross over to college if they're still at merrimack or at some of the local colleges they can still be part of that annual program and um in the way we're structuring the 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 actual um activities that we do it's going to be more like a scorecard, where you know you might have a a column of camera work and a column of writing and a column of um uh marketing you know, and you know, five or six different columns with all kinds of activities, and as they pick and choose what they're interested in, you're going to see this kind of trajectory path. And so we're going to have, end all be all. It's going to help them figure out maybe a direction that they want to go to in the future. Um, so, so that's huge. But so volunteers are just not kids. It's also the the adults. Yeah. You know. So we're, I mean, you got
1: my guy Lester, who's the head of the senior center walking club that uses <laughs> my gym. And I saw Lester's got his own program back up in the running. And, yep. and Lester's a, a north end of a town jewel. If people don't know Lester, they should get to know him. Um, but I look at, um, and I know you, you're going to have Kathy from the Senior Center coming on very shortly. But, you know, our collaboration with the Senior Center, we're doing a number of different things. And, you know, I even look at um, so many of the people that are now coming to play pickleball during the day up at the East center that, they're looking for things to stay interested and in, stay passionate about, and uh, I think Cam could offer them some great opportunities. Absolutely. Uh, yep. and that,
0: yeah. And again, that's another natural partnership for us. Um, talk about... Um we have some time, so we're going to wait until uh, Kathy gets here, but um, t- talk about how you guys came out of the pandemic. You you, you know, you, everybody's dying to be outside, and yeah. you're dying to be together yeah. and whatnot, so it's, you, um, you guys were non-stop yeah. through the pandemic,
1: and that's huge. Very, just like um, very proud of what we all did. Um, you know, I've been here, I'm coming up on my 34th year working here in North Andover, and uh, I've been part of some so special things that have happened in town here, like building the youth Center, and A lot of the fields projects we've done in Stevens Pond. But I tell people the greatest professional accomplishment that I feel that I've been part of is running the youth center during a global pandemic. Uh, We never closed for one day. We never had one COVID-19 closure. Uh, And we went uh, summer of 2020, all school year, this past year, and then in the summer, and we're back open. Um, We didn't have any stoppages, and it's been... It's been phenomenal that we were actually able to fight through it because my my passion is the kids, and the kids needed needed us open. They needed our services, and uh, and I, I think you
0: were a true champion of the kids. in, in you know we broadcast all the meetings, all yeah. your board meetings, whatnot. And the support that you received from the town, the town offices, and the leverage—you know, the, kind of the latitude that they gave you to, to kind of push the boundaries safely.
1: Yeah, we need—we um, yeah. need to say that about our yeah. town. So, yeah. I mean, I get, I get a lot of kudos as the face of the youth center and the guy that had the vision. Uh, but obviously, I'm quick to thank every one of the staff members, both full-time staff and all the high school and college kids that work for us. But I'll tell you, this would not have happened. I talk to my peers all the time, and. Uh, you know, the leadership from Melissa and D at the Town Hall, uh, our work with Brian at the Health Department, uh, our work with Dr. Gilligan at the School Department. I mean, this community basically said, all right, he's got an idea, he's got a vision, let's see if we can make it happen for him and for the kids. And again, there's a lot of other t- towns that basically said to their youth people or equivalent jobs that, that I have, and basically said, you're not doing anything, it's too dangerous, it's too risky. Uh, so I owe, you know, I owe a lot to Melissa and this entire town uh, that made this happen. Uh, collaboration all of the agencies and departments at the town to make this happen. It's, it's remarkable. As I look at, you know, winding down my career in the next, you know, three or four years, I, I, I'm going to look back and say this was just the greatest thing to be part of. And I think it was the greatest thing this community's done, and for kids. And uh, the the huge benefit. The huge benefit is um,
0: is um, with the, with the kids, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think one of your your major concerns was, you know, the the social aspect of it, and and you got you know, the whole
1: team, the whole town, they they protected the kids, and if you put the headphones right on, um, yeah, I mean, I think the one thing that I was preaching about was that I was concerned about the social emotional effects that our yep. kids were dealing with, and I know Kathy will come on and talk about you know, the senior citizens and everybody else. So every population uh, struggled with that, but obviously I'm kid-centric and I work with kids, so my biggest passion was I was seeing a rise in anxiety at even younger ages. Uh, high school kids who were trying to go to college. It was just a real difficult time, and we're telling them they gotta be no school, you gotta stay in your house, you can't do these social things. I know that we didn't know enough about um the virus at that point in time but i think we needed to keep an open mind and, and yeah. try to work and i think we've learned a lot more over the last 18 months but yeah i'll just go back to, from a professional standpoint it's the greatest thing i've ever been part of
0: right right no absolutely and thank you thank, You you know, i'm sure the whole town thanks you and, and the team and whatnot um it's 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 a huge service um, so we did. We brought it all back to the town. Yep. Um, we we did book this event as part of the the 375th anniversary of of, of the Endovers, you know, establishment and whatnot. So you've been a longtime uh, resident and
1: uh, or, uh, yeah. I've yeah. actually never lived in North End. North no, okay. Um, so but long time director. Here. I mean, yep. some middle school kids think I probably was here for the whole 375 <laughs> years, but uh, I've only been here for 33 years. But I've seen this. I mean, I tell a lot of people, when I came here in 1988 as an outsider, as a matter of fact, there was three people applying for the job, two North Andover people, and this outsider named Gorman, and I end up getting the job. And seeing how the community has changed from 88 to now has been ex- very exciting for me. Um, I, I see that we community, we have... You know, lots of different, um, you know, people with different interests o- along with different races, and it's been a fun town to grow with. Uh, obviously, the housing market grew during my entire years here. I, you know, I remember when there was a lot more farmland than there is now, but, uh, you know, I refer it to Terry Holland, who's the local historian about everything, but... You know, over the last 33 years, I've seen this town grow to what it is, and and how it's managed. And I've worked for every town manager. I'm one of the few people that's actually worked for every town manager, and um, they've all had their strengths and they all had their their styles. But I am really lucky to work for Melissa Rodriguez right now. She's got she's got a lot of my passion and vision for the future. And um, you know, it's going to be good to probably end my career with Melissa being my town manager. But North Andover is a great place to live, great place to work. Um, And um, as I say all the time, if you find a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life, and that's what I truly believe. That's awesome. So uh, Youth Center has always been in that old center area? Yeah, so before that, it was an old red barn and a white farmhouse. So we actually designed it after that. But that's where we started. My office was in the back of this old mouse-infested red barn. Um, and then we kind of went into the farmhouse, and then we raised money. And then for a year, I actually lived in a trailer at Drummond Playground uh, while they were doing the construction. Um, Kathy doesn't have to do that right now. <laughs> she uh, she has her own office. Uh, but And now we've been here. So it's been, so July of 2020 was our 20th year. So we've been 21 years the building's actually been there. Okay. So most of the young kids now, like this guy walking right by us right now, <laughs> He thinks the Usen has always been there. Always been there, and right, It
0: wasn't. Right. So I came in in 2008, uh, and that's when I, I started working at North Vancouver Cam. Um, so in that time capsule, uh, you know, we're, we're part of what we're doing uh, for the 300, 300, 375 anniversary, is kind of recording some of that time capsule type of stuff. So that's what we'll do a little bit today. We'll cross over to Kathy Schelp, who's joining us uh, here from the from the uh, Senior Center. But um, so, snapshot of that area. So since you've been there that whole time, how has that changed?
1: Th- best way to describe it: that used to be considered out country. Out country. Okay? I've heard so that So now it's really the center of town. Like we talk down here is the center of town. It's yeah. really not, from a geographical standpoint. The center of town is really where my, where our building is in the old center, because there's so much development past the fire station whether you go out Salem Street, Boxford Street, Johnson Street. Um, So that has seen, traffic has been the major thing. Uh, If you try to go by the youth center between the hours of like four o'clock and six o'clock, you're gonna have to wait a little bit because traffic's pretty heavy. So that whole area has changed where it's really kind of more like the center of town. And you have to either, to come downtown, you have to go by the youth center, or to go out town, you have to go by the youth center, unless you live on obviously this side of of town or whatever. So yeah, I've seen that whole area change big time.
0: And from, Before I worked here, I had a friend that lived in the area, and I was I was learning camera work and whatnot. We actually took the camera and a couple guys down to the common, yeah, and that was
1: prior to the nice sidewalk and all that kind of stuff. So it was a four-year project, right, right. Um, And a lot we actually lost some businesses during that standpoint. Um, Nancy's um, top of the scale restaurant closed. The 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 famous General Store, which is now Kyle's Rock. Uh, that closed during that period of time because it was so much construction. It was a – I don't want to go back there. It was a, it was a rough time. Yeah. But but the end product of how the rotary looks, or what we call a roundabout, not a rotary, roundabout, the common and the whole area there, it's a beautiful part of town. Excellent. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. So I think that's neat. So joining us now uh, is um, Kathy Schell. I'm saying your last name. You, you got it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, from the um, – the senior center. See, I'm never on this side of production, and I'm going to let you guys talk a little bit because you, 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 and Rick uh, collaborate a lot, and I, I know pickleball is the, the newest thing that you guys are. Uh,
2: it's been it's been great, and uh, <clears throat> we're really grateful to the to the youth center for for letting us in and, and get the program started. Our first meeting, we've got 50 people that are enrolled in the pro- program, and uh, really have to hold it off right now until we have space and a no place to grow with it. Gotcha. Yeah, and Brian, we,
1: this is serious business yeah. the ball, by the way. <laughs> I
0: heard this there's, there's oh, some real awesome. elaborate uh, rules and people and Yeah, and, uh, no one really knows the
2: rules. Pull pull they're it. they're
1: they're starting to get to know the rules. But you know, this was a sport that quite frankly was more geared to Kathy's population of people. Um, it is the rage at the youth center. Like I left right now another early release <laughs> day. We need to discuss the future of early release days in North Andover. <laughs> but um, we have three uh, three courts open this afternoon. Uh, so our kids absolutely love it. Um, adults uh, in their 30s and 40s are getting into it. The senior centers, forget it. They're, uh, they're all about it. And make sure you get everything set up for them because they get very feisty. And, I, um, I
0: hear they're starting to already be
1: competitive about in it. Down, and, yeah. yeah. Well, you've got one It's one, friendly competition. One day is more like the beginners, which sure. is Tuesday, and you can see they're actually teaching them how to play. Which they got, they got a bunch of great volunteers that are actually. I know some of the guys that are involved. Jeff Stewart was there yesterday. They're actually showing people how to play, and then on Friday, though, that's when the the cutthroat, the uh, the more I guess we call the more experienced. The more experienced,
2: yeah. The more experienced. Tuesdays are uh, for the less confident player, and. Uh, and Friday definitely more confident. We had uh every time we play the volunteers have to lay down lines. And it's it's time consuming and it's a pain in the neck, but um so we were trying to use the basketball court lines, so they made the court a little bit smaller. Well our more confident players
1: They're not happy with they
2: that. they would they wanted to see it. So so we have adjusted it. We've made them the you know, the regulation size now and uh, and the play, it's awesome. The energy that's in there when, when they come into play is just great, I uh, the now is this, is, and happy. Is this indoors or outdoors? It's in the indoors, p- we're it's, indoors. It's, okay, right. This is indoors. We
1: actually play outdoors. So we have a regulation court on our outside basketball court. And then we had two courts lined that is not official, um, but just because of the popularity of Winita's that we have to actually set up a net so the ball doesn't go into the actual parking lot. Uh, but we have to meet the needs of it. So we have a full-length one outside and um, You know two other ones on our side of the building and then when it does get to the winter season will the kids will do it inside too right now right. I'm just having a hard time going inside when it's it oh, beautiful it's the way it is. This and, has been an amazing and, call. and, and again with, with the Kathy part of the partnership is you know She runs a senior center. I run a youth center uh, but we look at opportunities where it can be a little bit more of a community center and and with our kids in school they approached us with an idea a few different times we've got i mentioned lester earlier lester's got the walk-in club uh but then kathy approached me about you know pickleball we've always said we'll help out the senior citizens while our kids are in school now we can't do programs for senior citizens after school or nights or weekends because that's where i our program is but it's been a it's been a nice partnership and it actually has gotten the seniors into our youth center which is pretty cool too yeah, yeah it's
2: great outreach all the way they see what you're doing and um and i would love at some point to see the kids have tournaments uh you know with the older adults and uh, i think that would be a lot of fun yeah to we're talking like some
1: intergenerational yeah, stuff kathy yeah. has some great ideas of like you know that would benefit my kids where seniors would be sharing their life story and things like that so i think We'll let Kathy get her feet wet in town here and then obviously get that senior center built. But we do have plans uh, to do some more intergenerational programs, which I think is a win-win for in, both populations. In, and in the realm of
0: Community Media Day, like, I, I'm always thinking, hey, that's great programming, too. I mean, if, if you have um, some kind of tournament going on, that's that's great television for, for the, yeah, the, great. the viewers to, to see because – it's exciting, and it's, it sounds uh, it sounds competitive,
1: friendly competitive, but it sounds just like a lot of
2: fun. Just a
0: lot of fun. So, Rick, thank you
1: for coming. Yeah, uh, thanks this for is, having this is... me. Again, I want to reiterate to the community how much we appreciate Cam and Brian and his whole staff of what they've done for us pre-pandemic and obviously during the pandemic. And we look forward to uh, continuing our work and maybe some new ideas down the road. And for people in the community, as I leave, if you've never been down to see this new facility, you need to do it. Uh, and you got to meet his staff phenomenal people I think yeah, most we- people don't know our their Brian's staff real well but all real good people that have passion for what they do and it's a pleasure. So that, I'll I'll leave, yeah. I'll leave you to Kathy because I got to get back to this early release day, Doctor Gilligan. We need to talk about early release days. <laughs> so okay. if you don't
0: have time, you, I mean, you could sit down and get your character over here, and we could send it to you. But if you have to go back to early release, that's okay too. This guy has characters? <laughs> yeah, yeah, car- right. characters. Yeah, yeah, characters. We'll yeah, we'll
1: we'll take care of that. All right. Thanks everybody. Yeah.
0: See you guys. Nice to see, see you, Rick. Excellent. Welcome. Welcome. Thank oh, oops, you so oops, much. Welcome.
2: It's beautiful out here. It's a gorgeous day. Yeah, See, is. my part it of my is. job is to
0: get you guys outside. Yeah. You know, it's it's fantastic. Um, so, uh, again, joining us here from the senior center, the new director in town uh, of, of the of the senior center. I said senior mm. center. Again, I'm not behind the. I'm not in front of the camera that often. So today, I'm I'm on the microphone. So I
2: I love hearing Rick talk about how he was the outsider because I don't know where is he from. Methuen. I'm from New York. So talk about an outsider coming in. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, So tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, just just so that the community does get to know you. Um, I you know, part of why we're doing this is um, it's Community Media Day. Um, We spend so much time trying to give exposures. Exposure to other com- to other organizations and whatnot. So one day a year, um, it's a federal type of uh, recognition day, and um, you know we're, we're here to try and you know highlight you know what community meet is to, to you know the the the, the community. But um, tell us about it yourself because you're new to town, and I want to make sure that everybody gets to know you.
2: I am brand new, but it, you know it's really funny when you're here. It feels like you've always been here. It's um, it just feels uh, seamless coming in. Um, well, I've been working in the field in a senior center for 20 years. Started in New York State in a private nonprofit uh, senior center, and then moved out to Massachusetts. And uh, I've been working the past eight years in Groton as the Council on Aging director there. And here I am since
0: June. It's 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 awesome. I mean, I you know, Rick's been here forever, and uh, I'm realizing now that I'm I'm. Evolving through town managers and police chiefs and fire chiefs, and now, you yeah. know, uh, 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 your predecessor Irene was here forever. She's here for a long since, time. Since yep. I was here, yep. so so you're my new, you're, you're my only new uh, senior center senior, director. Yeah. So I look forward to it. And, you know, it's 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 fun.
2: You yeah, too. It's been a, it's been a great transition, and I and I also you know I I was you know listening to Rick and you know people have also asked me like why did you leave Groton? Well, I didn't leave Groton. I actually came to North Andover and. Um, in my very first interview was with uh, Melissa Rodriguez and D. Casey, and I just knew I wanted to work for them. Uh, they just had a lot of energy and a lot of passion and a lot of vision, and um, and not that I say they agree or disagree um, on certain things, but I just loved their energy and thought I had a lot to learn from them, and it would be just a great team. Okay. So
0: no, no, that's it's going to be exciting. I think, yeah. um, and you know, coming out of the pandemic everybody's ready to get back, you know, as, you know, as soon yeah. as they feel safe to come out, they're, they're just jonesing to be back. Out yeah, we'll with, be so with, happy yeah. to
2: get rid of our masks. Yep, yep exactly.
0: Yeah. So um, so tell me a little bit about what you know about community television. And, and, and has it has it been a asset to you and, and even in your other towns? Yeah, right?
2: yeah, it has. Um, I would say um, in New York, not so much, but certainly Massachusetts does it much better. Um, and uh, they are just more accessible, more visible. And in my past experience, um, we just we use our community television uh, on a monthly basis. I've been really excited by Cam. Um, you are, are all more, and I use the term in a really positive, <laughs> loving way. <laughs> more aggressive about getting things out there, and um, and we're excited about that to get some of our lectures that are recorded and put up. We've got a new lecture series that has been very popular and well attended, and we'd love to get them up. For people that can't get out, and um, and and get them up on your channel, along with some other programs as we move
0: forward. Yeah, no, no, that's fantastic. So, um, t- t- tell us a little bit about the shows that you. Because you said you did a, a fairly regular show in. I did in a your monthly program. I yep. did a
2: monthly show that yep. uh, we'd sit and you know this is pre-pandemic, yep. uh, and. Had um, a gentleman that was on their commission, and we would talk about what's going on at the senior center, mm-hmm. and do that on a monthly basis. And
0: one of the things that that we know about, uh, you know, the channels is um, your members are, are are probably one of our biggest audiences. Yeah. So so the senior population in town is, is is really uh, the, the part of the population that gravitates to the yeah, local channels. Yeah. So whether it's our CAM Access channel, um, which is you know open public uh, content. government channel GovCam, uh which most of your content's going on and or the cam ed channel which you know they love it's the plays it's the sports um concerts um the band i Mm -hmm. mean it's 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 local entertainment and and they they really enjoy it and uh you know my mission here is to try and make it as uh as enjoyable as possible with the quality of the audio the lighting and whatnot so that's what i i kind of bring in my staff you know, does such a great job at, uh, you know, caring about the image that's out there. And, you know, some of this, you know, our main mission is to put content on there for the community. And so if anybody brings in some, some video content, we will put it on the, the access channel. Um, but the stuff that we put our hands on, we, you know, we try and make it special so that so that they, they enjoy the viewing uh, of the local arts and, and entertainment. Um, so we're, that's why I think we're I was telling Rick earlier, Uh, It's a his group is a natural partnership and and your group is a natural partnership. And uh, one of the things I've seen in other communities is um, the senior center actually has a, you know, uh, a, a team of people that that produce almost like a magazine show and um and we in here in north andover we have lester and Irina who had done a lot and, and senior moments i senior love the name love the name i, we, the name. It's, I, it's great I pitched it to them yeah, i'm yeah. like are you guys okay with it yeah, i it's think great it's great kind play of play cute words. yeah and um yeah. and it was perfect and um but we are and so when it, you know you and i have talked since you've come in and, and part of um the mission of the the senior center is to make sure that it's that people know it's not just for the these the older senior uh, population but it's also there for the yeah, younger you want
2: po- other people you know in there and uh, you know it's just not it's not what it used to be senior centers have evolved from congregate meal sites uh, in the late 60s and 70s because people were starting to retire which was actually a new phenomenon people didn't retire they usually died before they were 65 or mm-hmm. they were retired very limited amount of time mm-hmm. and then they found people retiring and a lot of them had no pensions. Right. and so that's how senior centers actually originally evolved and now we're evolving more and more uh, for education and uh, the real programs are not as important as they were and uh, we're really transitioning into more one of the positions I would love to see and see us uh, actually develop is a program for kind of uh, adventure classes where we go kayaking and canoeing and uh, do some hiking but we do it as a group so if you don't know somebody or you want to go with a group because you feel safer in a group it's a way to meet new people uh, that we'll be able to to provide those activities as well
0: right no no absolutely um i keep i you know i always say that my core demographic of of the people that i i want active at the tv station because again the tv station is a is a member organization you join as a member you 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 volunteer you you log um you know you, you get into in, involved in activities that you like so if you if you like camera work you can do camera work if you like audio and music you can get into that um if you just like art you know arts and crafts i mean there's this you know artistic stuff that, that happens at the tv station too whether it's graphics or flyers or anything like that um but i say my core demographic is the the re- early retirees the the retired um population that you know has probably done their traveling mm-hmm. and they're you know they're looking for a hobby or they're looking for a part-time job because they you know they've, they've been working their whole life yeah. and, and they want something to do they don't want to just go and sit and you know everybody wants to travel and take that break but then when they come home it's like okay what Now I got to do
2: something and I think people are shocked And you know at first I think your okay. your first year or two you are you're really busy yep. and then all of a sudden you're like oh or you found you're busy but you're not accomplishing anything right and so people then sit back and they reevaluate like re- reevaluate their lives and say right, I've, I've got to get involved right. In, right. in something there's there's a great book out about uh, how to live forever and by living forever it's how you leave your legacy and, and what are you leaving behind? And so, by coming out and doing volunteer work and engaging in community, and that's one of the reasons I'm like really excited about the youth center and and Rick being open to intergenerational programs. It's a great way for people to leave their legacy, absolutely, and absolutely. Um, and to engage with the, with the youth. So um, so yeah. we're excited to move forward. Yeah, with
0: that. no, absolutely, and I I do see that natural partnership with that that age bracket, right? So you're looking for that younger senior population. That to me is my our 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 target demographic because we have we have kids here we have workshops it's easy to get to the youth yep. they're always looking for after school activities and but it's hard to reach those early re- you know those early retired um, you know em- empty nesters but it's past empty nesters yep. at that point it's it's really you know people that are uh, early retired um, this it's a fun place to get engaged you know your your activities are there and in the, the the importance of of being around other people is huge um as far as on our side with the tv station it's it's an activity and, and I, I take an example out of beverly you know he said I have, a, I have a bunch of guys they're all friends and they they retired and they just call me up on the phone going okay what what show do you have we just want to get together and they were like this power crew that would always do stuff please join us come come sit in put on a headphone. Um, and that's, and that's, um, you know, I want people to have fun. I want people to kind of geek out, you know, yeah. and, uh, I
2: love that term. Geek yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's such a,
0: you know, it's such an informative world right now in, in, you know, I was never into fixing cars or doing it, but like my, my Jeep, you know, I have to fix it. I go to YouTube. I figure it out, you can kind of geek out on things. So when, when you have this extra time and, um, Kathleen Keenan's gonna join us from the library in just a minute. Just uh, scoot as close as you can, get comfortable, and I'll I'll, I'll bring in. Um, what was I saying? So, um, you know, finding new things, you never know. You never know. Uh, you never know. And it's
2: one of the reasons, like, we try to keep um, our classes at a, at a reasonable cost and uh, and get opportunities that people can. There's no risk to come and try it out and just see if you like it to begin with. Um, before you take on a new interest.
0: So, so one of the things I look forward to with um, you as the new director, and ho- hopefully you're you you know you're successful in bringing in those 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 younger seniors as well as older seniors. We want them all, right? We want them all. Um, <laughs> but hopefully we can get a bigger TV crew over there. And you know my mission with the the senior center is to, you know we don't want to take the seniors away from the senior center. No, we we don't either. We, we, we put an edit station there. We have a, you know, we have a computer that we plopped into the old center and now we have the new center uh, being built. Um, we want them to, to be around their friends, you know? So if that means we'll bring cameras down or, or have, have, um, that whole production element down there. Um, that's what we want. We want them to be in their element and, uh, and enjoy being around their friends so that's our that's our hope is that once once you guys get settled in the new senior center here we are in downtown uh north Andover, and we we're we're right on main street here so we get all kinds of uh um noise from the street so it sounds like they're mowing the lawn down right around the corner but um you know my hope is that we we get that big tv crew and we get a nice magazine show going um lester and irene are doing a great job but they they're two people you know yeah, yeah
2: you need more yep. and um and the more people you bring in you could you just get more ideas it's great for brainstorming yep. and, and creativity absolutely and to find different directions to go in and yep. um so yeah so we've got to market that out and look for that
0: absolutely um all right so as we're we're talking um i'm, I'm bringing in kathleen keaton from the the library and uh welcome hello oh. good to be here good to, um i'm glad you came by um we're just crossing over, and uh, so I, I don't know if there's any uh, any general collaboration between the library and the, the senior center, or have you guys met yet? Oh
3: We <laughs> yeah, I, I have met. <laughs> Kathy's getting her feet under uh, underneath her. It's quite a bit to take on, not just a new job, but building a whole building as well. It's going to be a, a lot of work, but exciting. And the good cool news is Kathy's done this once already, so uh, the new building is not a challenge that I think is going to scare her.
0: Yeah, no she just came yeah. off that
1: project right
2: <laughs> yeah i just came off that project no and it's, it's actually really exciting the building project and i think having gone through it before certainly well hopefully that experience is going to try to eliminate any mistakes because there are always mistakes and things oh you wish you did it this way so hopefully we can uh you know fund off some of that moving
0: forward um when in,
3: it- in the past the senior center and the library cooperated quite a lot um on usually a few programs a year but we shared a lot in terms of resources and uh, publicized each other's events a lot because we have a lot of common uh, ground when it comes to the patrons at the library and the senior center and with kathy being brand new it's something we're hoping to get started but we've also been um, just slowly restarting what we're doing for ourselves you know after covid there have been so many changes that we're starting to just really increase our own programming and hopefully in the next few months we'll be talking to Kathy about well let's here's an opportunity to do something as
2: well with the senior center. Yeah we always keep talking about pre-pandemic but we're really still in it and everybody's really not back up to full speed and uh, we're kind of establishing our new normal and uh, where that's going to go.
0: It's all kinds of exciting with the uh lawnmower in the yeah. background
2: he just seems to be <laughs> it's a big up. mower it shouldn't take a long
0: <laughs> yeah i think he wants more exposure but <laughs> yeah. um, so part of the thing that we're doing here uh out front and feel free if you have time go get your character d- done because um we'll, we'll make copies and make sure that you have it and we'll post it up on our, our board too so Are if you have posted? the post it no oh, just yeah. <laughs> on a physical board not, not on social media you know, um, characters always
2: make you look and say, oh my gosh.
0: That's, that's <laughs> the fun part. Is that's it? the fun is part. Okay. Um, so, um, I, so you're new to town, but part of our, our day uh, here is we are part of the the 375th anniversary of the Andover's uh, creation. So uh, I'm not going to put you in, in the spotlight because you just nothing. got here. You I've got, got nothing. nothing. <laughs> but, uh, so why don't we cross over to Kathleen while you're here and you guys can kind of uh, chit-chat a little bit. But tell us a little bit You've been here for a number of years. Part of what we're doing for the 375 is like a digital archive or a digital capsule or whatnot. So, um, any in your time here, what what changes have you seen? Um, whether it's the library or that end of town or uh, that type of thing, any any insight on on the the, the changes in town since you've been here?
3: I think that I've noticed this many physical changes. Certainly, there have been buildings, you know, so some of the buildings have changed. This is a whole brand new building here. The old Bradstreet building went away and this very nice building came in place. It was sad to see the old building go, but this is an absolutely gorgeous location for the cable station. Your studio is one of my favorite places to visit because it's just so nice. We recently uh, filmed our first cooking program Using your state of the art kitchen. And I have to tell you, anybody who wants to do a cooking show, they should be coming to visit you because your kitchen's really amazing. You're set up for filming. And I will say that your editors were really tremendous. Uh, we'll be sharing links probably this week even to the cooking show that we just filmed here. And the reference librarian who did the cooking said, Boy, the editor made me look really good. (laughs) So I want to say thank you very much for what a great job you did editing it. I I think the Reference Librarian did a great job being the on-camera talent, but it's really a partnership. And that's one of the things we've had with the cable station since really uh, you arrived here, I think, uh, in town, that we've done a lot of programs where we're sharing the resources that you have at the cable station. A lot of libraries today have tried to add things they call maker spaces and we're lucky in North Andover because we have a facility like the cable station where we don't need to replicate it. We're able to come and use your space and honestly to use your talent and your expertise. I could learn how to edit film but I'm never going to be as good an editor as somebody like the professional staff you have. So. Uh, I'm a very big fan and a very big uh, promoter when it comes to the cable station. So yeah, I, I will give you that plug right away. No, no, thank you. And just, just, to
0: just to clarify things to the audience, too, so and, and we can kind of transition so um, so that we can finish up with um, Kathy, um, is, um, you know, there's a difference. So we here at North Endover Cam, we run all three channels, right? So the there's the government channel, the school channel, the education channel. So we have GovCam and CamEd. Uh, obviously the government meetings and anything municipal, state or federal based goes on that, the, that GovCam channel. And then um, and on the school channel, it's, it's a little bit of a hybrid. Um, it's school uh, created content, but also with the sports and maybe the concerts, we have our volunteers for, from the access side of, of what we do will volunteer and produce those sports and concerts and whatnot, and that gets you know, uh, aired on that channel. And then uh, Cam Access is open to the public and it's kind of everything else. Um, so where was I going with that? So you said our editors and whatnot. So um, where the, the, the Access mission of what we do is we teach people how to do it and we guide them on how to create any content they, they want where we really have no editorial uh, say in what they want to do, where it's the education channel or the government channel because we're running and managing the, the government channel. We do, our staff will step in and, and help out in edit or help shoot or whatnot. Um, we also have the, the local uh, news show, the, the journal, and we try and highlight any event, at, whether it's government, school or uh, community related and that's one of the things that our staff uh, gets involved with. But we would love the journal to be community-based and community volunteer. Um, but so we do look forward to um, working more with, the, with you, Kathy, at the, at the, at the Senior Center. And, uh, and if there are specific things that you need covered for the government channel, that's, that's, why, that's the enthusiasm that you said earlier is, is, I wanna make sure that you guys get the content out there and get the exposure out there. Uh, that that's going to help your organization grow. And we
2: appreciate that, and we do need. That's one of our goals is to, to you know, to increase our exposure, yeah. and, and to get out there a little bit more. And we know we're going to count on you for help. We no. appreciate it.
0: No, I'm glad, and thanks All for coming right. out on community Thank you media you so day. Much. And I appreciate I, it.
2: I was happy to go for a walk. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So <laughs> feel free, characters, either inside or out, inside or outside. So if you want to go sit in the nice, cool inside, they'll do it up there. The absolutely. Yes. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. I, I don't even think you've been here yet. Have you? Okay. Thank you. Kathleen, we've known each other for a while. Yes. How are you? Thank I'm you good. for coming. I so appreciate it.
3: Well, it's a gorgeous day to be outside. It's Like you said, a little bit of noise in the background, but you're lucky it's not windy, it's yep. not raining and snowing. Oh,
0: this, this, whole, um, this whole fall has been gorgeous. You know, we had a, we had a tough um, July, right? It was rainy all in July, and then everybody squeezed all their vacations in, in August and uh and now we've been kind of blessed with with September and October has been gorgeous weather um so um Community Media Day again just um explaining what it is so um, we try and you know take a moment just to explain you know a little bit of the impact of what community media does uh for uh the residents of North Andover and the, the town at large and whatnot so um you touch upon it a little bit um we did stuff recently but uh do you want to just um any highlights of, of uh, any of the collaborations that we've done pre-pandemic it's hard to f- think pre-pandemic isn't it
3: it, it, it seems like <laughs> another place another time uh, we're, you know, what are we at something about 18 or 19 months you know since we originally you know shut down our facilities so the wonderful news is the library's fully open again people are able to come in they're able to stay at, at the moment the town has a mandate them asking for people to wear masks in the building but you can be in the library and find a place to sit and read read the newspapers grab the magazines and of course grab your books to you know go and we're starting to see more people in the building we don't have as many activities in the building right now we're not running in-person programs but one of the benefits, I guess, through the pandemic was we learned a lot more about how to use the digital media to use online. And um, through partnerships with the libraries in the Merrimack Valley Consortium, we've been able to share a lot of really great programs, either authors or other types of speakers. Um, Some people have had music programs. It's just been really great to be able to say to people, we can't have you here, but here's something to watch from home. And we'll keep doing that. I think even once we're back in person, we'll probably change the balance of that. But this is an area where again, uh, the expertise has really helped us. Our most recent sort of collaboration, we were doing our story times outside at the Stevens Estate. And we needed better sound equipment because as you can tell from here, uh, if you're outdoors, there's a lot of noise to compete with. So cable station was really beneficial, helping us find good quality outdoor speakers and um, helped us do that. In previous times, like pre-pandemic, during the summer, Monday night under the tent, at the Stevens Estate was the family movies. And again, cable station came through, you helped us with great speaker equipment to be outside. That, that's one of the things that I feel like we have a question you can call and ask you. We either get good professional you know, advice, expertise, sometimes you're loaning us the equipment. Um, in this instance where we wanted to do uh, uh, cooking program you have not just the equipment but you have the space other times we've had you come and film you know short segments so we've been in in the journal for instance we keep wanting to do more but somehow you get so busy in the day-to-day operations you don't always follow up on all the new ideas we keep having them and um, we're hoping to maybe do some more okay. as things get a little bit back more to what we refer to as routine um, not exactly the old normal but routine counts for a lot even if it's different you're at least doing it the same way every day right
0: right right yeah and I mean I, touching upon those speakers and kind of the peripheral equipment um, it's it's you know it's already there right so w- I think that's one of the, the, the neat benefits of the community te- television stations uh, throughout the communities is you know we need that equipment for the stuff that we do and it would be a shame for uh, a municipal department or, or or the school or something like that to have to go out and rent the stuff when it's already here and, and we're not using it every day so yeah absolutely let's you know let's let's make that available to the community and uh, i think those those summer programs the uh, the summer movies were fantastic um those were always w- well attended and and I, I think it was a great experience while they were there
3: yeah yeah we're hoping you know uh, maybe that'll be possible again next year this year it was just uh, too many different things going on to try and uh, to do that as we were just getting sort of reestablished mm-hmm. after being closed for so long.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, but like you said, I think things are start starting to slowly get back to normal, and uh, I think hopefully next summer we'll be back out there with the movies, uh, right? Or, yep. You know, a program similar to that. Yeah. Um, going forward, um, any um, any ideas? Any thoughts about the future and and where we could go um between the the two organizations i remember we used to cover a lot of events in the rotunda yes you know as i think as the as the pandemic restrictions kind of lighten up hopefully you'll have a little bit more we even had um didn't we have a a candidates forum in there we Uh, have
3: it's 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 almost hard to remember some of the things that we did but in years past, the uh, League of Women's Voters, for instance, would do a candidate night, and some years it was in a library room, it was spaced there. We've been really fortunate, we have a wonderful partnership with the school district, and so we've had a lot of joint programs over the years. One of the things I'm sad to miss this year, uh, you mentioned the Rotunda, in the past few years, the um, teacher recognition ceremonies and the induction of a teacher into the Teacher Hall of Fame was held in the Rotunda. It, if you haven't been in the Rotunda, it's the oldest part of the building, the it's the original woodwork. It's a gorgeous room and it's it's really quite a setting if you're having a special award ceremony. So this year because space and the number of people in the space is restricted, the award ceremony is going to be I think at the high school uh, if it hasn't already happened it's coming it's actually
0: it's 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 something that's one of the things that's actually rolled over to us is we've uh we've had to do it virtually uh we did it virtually over the pandemic and um and he talked about how nice it was in the rotunda but there was no way to fit that many people in the the confined space with their families you know so i think this year it was more about the families like you could fit the people in there but not the people you wanted to Ha-
3: have joined you that's exactly
0: right. exactly so so that's another uh, kind of way we got involved with the community here is we are um, we're interviewing getting all the comments from all the participants and all the uh, administrators and um, and then recording the awards and then and then that little bit of a video uh, then gets presented to I think something you know, bigger at the auditorium so again less personal you know, less intimate, um, but um, again, we're just trying to, to, to make things special as we as we go forward here.
3: Well, and lovely that we didn't have to just cancel it and not do it, you know. Right. As many of these things, if it's a different way, it's a different way, but we didn't have to stop. Right. I know uh, we've talked about um, things in the rotunda. One of our favorite types of events, if we've had poetry programs, in the past years when a new poet laureate was inducted we would have a special reception introducing the new North Andover Town's uh, poet laureate to the community it's been a, a few years since we were able to do that but it's one of those things that I hope comes back again
0: Yep, and it will I think it will uh, uh, so wrapping back to the, the, the history and the, the 375 uh, anniversary here comes our landscaper again um, in your time here in town, um, how long have you been working at the library? Or?
3: I came in January of two thousand eight.
0: Right when I came, right? So you, I think you that's what up.
3: I said. I think you were one of the first people I started to meet. Yep. Yes, and
0: we, you weren't the director of the I library. I was the, the assistant book.
3: director yep. for um, about five years, I think, and then I became the director. Yep, yep. So yeah.
0: and it's and we've been we've been partners since. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Anything noticeable um for the time capsule and what we're kinda talking about here for three seventy five, anything any notable changes at the library or that end of town or even when you're out and about town. You've been at the Stevens Estate for things, um anything that comes to mind or that's a sweet spot for you here in, in North Andover?
3: I think one of the things um, very often you get to work and you kind of stay in that one spot and you're not out about as much so I certainly spend a lot of time in the library building and I can say that's where the biggest change is noticeable to me is how much the library you know, how it's used has changed. Uh, you'll hear other librarians talk about libraries used to really be kind of like warehouses. People came to pick up stuff and leave. And libraries in the time I've been here have really changed, and Stevens certainly has fit in with this change, that people came and stayed for a long time. So one of the things that happened is we started looking at how to use our space in a better way. And so we've removed, you know, not excess furniture, but if you need more space for people, you have to get rid of shelves with books that maybe are a little dusty and didn't go out as much, for instance. So we've really prided ourselves on having it become a much more welcoming space, a space where people come and visit, and people are meeting each other, making friends. We have you know, regulars who are in every morning. We have a lot of um, gentlemen who come in in the morning to read the newspapers, for instance, and uh, then they meet up with their friends and they maybe head out for a cup of coffee at one of the local shops but it's just a place where we see people coming on a regular basis and you know the same faces and then new faces we're always happy when new families come into town and they discover the library we work very closely with the school librarians and so we have a great communication where they're referring the families back to the library as well and helping them to discover what we think of as the gem that stevens memorial library
0: that's fantastic i think that's great Uh, yeah. So uh, so we 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 have a we've have somebody joining us here from uh from the area here. Uh, scoot right up close to the to the microphone. Okay. Um, where are you come from? Did you just come from the Golden Seal apothe- Apothecary here? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. Yeah. What's, what's your name? My name's Ian. Ian. I live over on High Street. And uh you from the middle school, the high school? Middle school, middle school. Okay. Um, uh, this you're you're joining uh, us here with Kathleen uh, Keenan from the, the um library downtown. down. down oh. Nice um, to meet you, Ian. <laughs> nice to meet you too. I love the library.
3: It's a great place, I think.
0: Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of homework, is that is that what you do there? Is um, you meet friends I like, there?
4: I like reading and just being there.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Kathleen you're you've been kind enough to to give us some time and thank you very much and i do encourage you to and uh to get your character done uh and we'll make a copy of it and you can post one in your office and we'll post one here this if you don't want to sit outside you can go upstairs or if you have to work run back to work that's fine too but i appreciate your time and uh in the stories
3: Well. Congratulations. It's a wonderful program that you have going through the cable station and the best of luck. Just keep it going. You've been a great resource for us that I'm sure we'll be calling again.
0: Excellent. And thank you very much. You're welcome, See you soon. Good afternoon. You too. All right. So your name again? I'm sorry. My name's Ian. 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 So you're at the middle school. What kind of things do you uh, Activities do you Are you in sports, gaming? I um, do uh, fencing over in April. Fencing? All right. Fantastic um do you know you know anything about community television
4: um i think the only community television i was watching was the um town meetings a little while ago about um the buildings going up over on high street pretty much right in my backyard
0: okay excellent is this your friend here you can join us ryan if you want (laughs) yeah. <laughs> um, so fencing is, is is an activity that you're doing. Um, community television is open uh, to the public, and um, if you haven't done anything with community television in the school, um, I encourage you to go upstairs, uh, take a peek at the studio, because really it's um, it's it's simple. It's you know it's video productions around. Everywhere, right? Social media, all that kind of stuff. Whether it's um, graphic design or, you know, you must you must be this generation that watches YouTube and all that kind of fun stuff. I mean, but my son, I know he's 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 got YouTubers all over the place that he follows or whatnot. But um, what 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 are your interests?
4: Uh, I like podcasts. Uh, I
0: like podcasts, and I
4: was actually thinking about starting one.
0: so that's what we're doing here today is yeah. we just um we're launching our uh podcast room uh and there's a podcast studio with a lot of the same uh, gear upstairs have you been upstairs yet to check it out no i haven't yeah i mean the doors are open and gabby's right there she can kind of show you when when you guys are free oh you want to join us now we're we getting some courage here go ahead uh, talk talk right up Right up to the yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. There you go. Can you hear yourself? Yeah, I okay. can. And what's your name? Ryan. Ryan. Nice to meet you, Ryan. I'm, I'm Brian Frazier, executive director of uh, North and Ever Can. And uh, I'm glad you joined us. Uh, yeah, I'm actually excited to be here a little bit. Cause why not? <laughs> um, I had nothing to do, so why don't Absolutely. Absolutely. No. I, uh, so how people can get involved with community television is um, – figure out what you're interested in so if it's video production if it's it's camera work audio if you guys are into music you can you can record bands that type of thing but um, what I love is people with time and if you guys have finished your homework and you know done all of your activities um, we have a million things to do a lot of our, our volunteers will cover sports um, they might um, film the games either for the high school or the middle school um, we in, in when I say film it it's not just a camera we have a full portable studio, and you'll have three or four cameras that send everything back to the the video board, and then the video board will then uh, switch up, you know, choose which source is there: graphics, music, uh, to some degree, instant replay. Gabby, we have uh, we have some uh, podcast tours coming up to you. Oh, awesome. These guys are into podcasts, so uh, I'll send them send them right up. Yeah, come up and join us. Of food, like, and There's food up there too. Excellent. Okay. All right, so so tell us about... Uh, oh, that's our balloon. That's our second balloon we uh, we lost. So so part of um, what we're launching today is, is podcasting, and I can tell you I'm never on this side of the microphone. I'm always usually on the production side. So give me some pointers here. I mean, so you, you like podcasts. You listen to a lot of podcasts.
4: Uh, yeah, I listen to Revisionist um, History um, by, Malcolm Glad-
0: um, by Malcolm Gladwell. And...
4: I just finished up uh, Southlake, which was an NBC News podcast. Mm-hmm.
0: And so what was the his- history one? What's,
4: what's, uh, what does that cover? Revisionist history is about, like, it goes back and looks at things that were overlooked or misunderstood in history, and I consider myself a history geek, so that mm-hmm. was a very fun experience for me. Neat, very neat.
0: Um, who are your teachers at the, the middle school? Uh,
4: I have Mr. McGravy for civics, um, Miss Beaton for science, Miss Sparks for LA. uh, I forget my LA teacher, or not LA, LA, not LA German teacher. So so
0: with um, Mr. McGravy, did he did he send notice out about um, interested uh, students in in doing a video production for me? Because he reached out to a couple kids. Uh, I don't know a grade so I'm I'm sure he's I'm sure you're his favorite probably (laughs) I'm sure Um, but what we're looking for is um, kids that are interested in history we're shooting a video a promotional video for fundraising for the new Stevens Center at the Historical Society and um, we're looking for just that kids that are interested in history and, and what you know what makes it exciting for them so if uh if you're an interested party we could use you uh it's just a little five five second ten second snippet but uh yeah if you're talk to mr mcgravy and and, uh tell him you heard about the project and see if that's something that you'd be interested in okay that'd be awesome um excellent um i encourage you go upstairs check out things um membership is nominal it's like ten dollars a year um and we all the equipment is then opened up to you the podcasting stuff the cameras. Um, it's all project-based, and um, and really, you can join the crews that are involved in stuff, or you could come up with your own thing. If you're really into history and you want to delve deep into some of that, um, go for it. I encourage people. Um, but yeah, if that's all I have. I'm I'm ready for a break. I've been inter- I've been interviewed three or four people now. So yeah. you tell me how am I doing? Am I uh, am I, doing, a- I? think we're doing pretty good. Okay. Pretty all right. All right. I, I'll look for pointers when you yeah. come down. You can listen. to it. Excellent. Anything to add, sir? Um, uh, that's basically it. Yeah? Know. Do you have any activities you're involved in? Um, I like basketball, and I actually have a YouTube account. Oh, fantastic. What kind of stuff do you put on your uh, YouTube account?
4: Uh, We do, like, trick shots and stuff, but, uh, but mainly on my main account, I do, like, a bunch of gaming and stuff and just enjoy it. Um, for people to enjoy
0: just making videos and what I Okay. Neat. 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 Yeah, I've been trying to I've been trying to do more and more stuff. Melissa, you can come join us and we'll we'll cross right over. <laughs> so I'm gonna introduce you to the town manager. Alright, so and your name again is? Ryan. Ryan. If you if you put the headset on we're just we'll cross right over. This chair? Uh no, I got I got the special town manager chairs Thank so you. That. Well
5: I'm kind of at an angle so I was like, uh oh I might end up in the street.
0: <laughs> um so I'm I'm never on this side of the camera uh, camera it. or production. Whatever, so we're on. I'm 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 running here. I'm running. It's amazing. So um, I just want to introduce you to this is uh, Melissa Rodriguez. That's
5: my name. Thank, Thank you. you. It. Um, <laughs> the town. See, I freeze up on, on camera. You're
0: all good. Um, uh, the town manager here. So I just wanted to t- introduce you to Ryan here. Hi, Ryan. Middle school.
5: Thank you. You Are you down here just checking out our community development community access?
4: Yeah, I've access? been
3: here before a few times.
0: Cool. That's fantastic. So he's—I think he's just going up to take a tour for the uh, the, the podcasting room with his with just about to go Excellent. Awesome. So thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye. So uh, do I sound like a radio personality? A
4: bit.
5: If You've got a big a voice, voice. <laughs> right now. I
0: like it. Sound prime candidate as some, his <laughs> yep so they're giving us giving me advice because they listen to a lot of podcasts all right they're, they're, i so, can um, see say, that do i am i doing a good job i have no idea but um i know all the parties that are coming they are fought you know they, yeah. the resurgence in the last three or four years i mm-hmm. mean uh i i strategically booked uh rick gorman it going and uh, I'm sure my intro was terrible but um, um, but, so you were fine. but then we were just kind of rolling with it so um, so joining me Melissa Rodriguez uh, the town manager here um, and we're here kind of recognizing community media day and um, we North End think never Cam we spend a lot of time making sure that um, other organizations uh, get exposure and and benefit from from being out there in the public and and it's it's kind of my nature but i think it's community access from what I, what I what i hear across my peer stations is you know we're we're the last to toot our own horns so um you know we're always trying to help other people and other organizations so they gave us one day which the town has recognized officially as a couple couple years ago um there was you know citation that, that recognized uh, community media day on october 20th uh each year so um i thank you for taking the Uh, let the audience give, give your take on, on community media and what it means and North Hand specifically to the town, I guess. Yeah, you know? absolutely.
5: I think in my book, every day should be a community media day around here, <laughs> um, but never more than the last 18 months. No kidding. Um, because the, the way that you guys have flexed and grown and accommodated every single day has been nothing short of incredible. Oh. Um, you know, we never thought we'd be doing – all virtual meetings from home in a million years, but anything that we asked for, anything that we needed, you guys were able to do it. It was pretty incredible. Um, I, I'm
0: gonna quote you in uh, one of our first meetings during the pandemic, and, and you said to uh, there was three or four of us on the call, and you were like, "I can't believe I'm having a meeting on meetings," <laughs> and we had to kind of really kind of figure out the the, the the runway on how to how to make things happen, and and you. Uh, you know, Rick was here in, in, in talking about how, you know, the latitude that you, you, you gave him to, to really champion the kids in, in, um, and keep the programming running. And it's kind of the same thing here. Um, you invited us into those, those department head meetings um, when you were trying to figure out, okay, we're shut down. Like, how do we keep the government going? Like, we can't just not meet. Um, and the, the rest of the state was, was doing the same thing. But I, I, I got the sense we were in with you guys. You, you, you let us into those department meetings. And I feel like we, judging by my conference calls with, with Mass Access and all the other TV stations, we were kind of the front runners on, on kind of establishing how to, how to get the technology in place. We had a lot of the technology in place because we had committee members that were traveling and, and we would remote them in uh, from, from business trips and stuff like that. Uh, under those open meeting rules but then when every kind of, everything kind of changed during the pandemic we were kind of ready to task and and we were kind of the front runners in our in our industry on 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 helping people get up and running um you're i mean thank you for keeping us in those meetings because i think it made a big difference
5: and we feel the same way and i would say that really you guys are the ones kind of bringing us home to everybody um you know and there was a lot of times when the only way that we could really reach people, especially when things were changing, you know, when mask mandates were coming on, when we had to close personal services, you know, you were the tool we used to let people know what was going on. Um, and, you know, social media is great, um, but you guys are actually in every single person's house. And so that makes a huge difference and a huge impact for us. Um, and I think that was huge. And I will say, I think that, you know, I wasn't here for Columbia Gas. Um, and so I didn't get to really see that emergency, but I think that North Andover was uniquely able to accommodate another crisis almost because you had already done it once right and you guys had a huge part of that too yep, yep. um that people may not know about yep. right even just giving us wi-fi when we needed
0: it yeah i mean one of the things that happened during the crisis was i was just telling um we were talking with kathleen how you know we just have equipment for what we want to do or we, what we want to make available to the public and so part of that was we can kind of shoot internet from distant you know places or whatnot that's it's actually shooting the internet not Wi-Fi and then we set up a Wi-Fi spot uh, locally so when Columbia gas was setting up their their resource center across the street from town hall you know Comcast was alerted but you know they you know okay when are they gonna be there when but you guys had a hard open at noon and um, so we 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 swooped in and we we set up uh, the internet so that they you know it was you know shooting the internet from town hall over across the street and, you know we had it running so you guys could meet your deadlines and then Comcast did come in you know right at that, that noon hour and, and you know everything was established but you know we were just happy to be there and, and, and be there and have that technology available and one of the things you know we want to just make note of you know kind of on a state basis is is that's a luxury that that Massachusetts has uh, across the count, uh, country, not every state is set up the same way. Where there's a, a community television station in just about every town or city, um, that's pretty unique to New, uh, Massachusetts. Um, and with you know changes in legislation and cord cutters is another thing that we're we're cha- you know challenged with is is as people uh, stop subscribing to cable, um, that does affect our funding because we are uh, solely funded through um, the. Um, Cable Act and uh, the negotiating uh, abilities of the the Cable Advisor Committee uh, with the cable companies in the town. So b- basically, up to five percent of your home cable bills is what funds our our facility, and and that's why I have no reason to uh, not offer everything we can to the community because they've they that's how we're funded, you know. And it's not a tax, and it's not a um, a department here in town. We're we're here to serve the town, um, and and we we just want to be there so i'm doing all the talking so. no you're doing great you know what i think <laughs> i
5: think there's a lot of things people don't really know too you know um the amount of work you guys put in to have a successful town meeting whether it's inside mm-hmm. or outside right um bringing kids sports into people's houses this year when they were able to go and see their kids play
0: again yeah with the pandemic i mean and that was we that were was thrust easy. into the limelight uh, yeah. during this whole thing so yeah, absolutely.
5: Right. There was a few times when you and I couldn't meet because you were up on a mountain <laughs> filming people ski. I mean, that's above and beyond <laughs> the call of duty here, you know. But it was stuff you guys did this year just to to really help the residents, and I think it, it goes it goes a long way.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we're proud to serve. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, pandemic, pre-pandemic, all that stuff. Um, you're. It seems like you've been here forever. Everything with the pandemic seems like things have just existed forever. But um, just tell me about what you know about community media in general and how you've used it in the past and other towns you've worked for.
5: Sure, well, it may shock you, but I've only been here two years. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes it feels like two months. Sometimes it feels like 22 years. It depends on the day. I know I had way less gray hair, um, but you know, I think this is my third community that I've worked in and there's always been a strong community access um, relationship in all of the communities that, that I've been able to work in. Although I, I will say that um, this is probably the one that has kind of the most community in it, really uh, more than I've ever seen. You know, we talk, we call it community television and really you're involved in, in every aspect of what we do, right, and and even the, the YouTube presence that you now have, right, mm-hmm. is probably as big or maybe even used more than your television presence right. is at right. this point. Um, you know, so, so to me, it's been it's been such a, a, a gift to have such an involved agency here, yep. right in the middle of our downtown. As you can hear, our, our cars yep. going by, right? Yeah, it's been exciting right? for
0: live production, on, you know, sure. <laughs> on Main Street. But
5: you know, when I think about the other things and the partnerships that you guys have made, I mean, whether you're doing children's programming, your new partnership with the Kindness Collaborative. Yes. I mean, you know, that's a, a really a grassroots organization that's come up due to the pandemic right mm-hmm. um that you guys have partnered with to bring cooking shows to help people cook lasagna so that they can donate i mean it's, it's amazing
3: yeah
0: yeah no it's it's uh, the, the, the the organizations i've come across you know it, they they come out of the woodwork and um and we you know we want to be there and and we're still seem to be the the greatest kept secret and i think hopefully you know with the pandemic and and really thrusting us into the limelight we're just trying to make sure that people know and remember that that's you know it doesn't you know things you know we all volunteer for all our you're 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 a mom you're a volunteer Mm -hmm. with scouts and all that stuff i mean things don't just magically happen you know it just um it takes volunteers and um and in dedicated staff and and it's uh it's important to just spread the word and make sure that people know who we are and what we're doing Mm -hmm. and uh and again, like, we, we tend to be the last ones to promote ourselves, and that's why we're we're trying to put this thing together today. We're we're introducing podcasting. Yeah. Um, Rick was great. He, you know, we helped him set up his podcast a couple of years ago, and he's been he's been nonstop with with uh, his podcast, and um, and we're just trying to, you know put it all together, I guess.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to give like an ultimate shout out to your team too because I'm thinking about it, you know, it's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a meeting Tuesday night. Yep. Two meetings Tuesday night. One meeting Monday night and you guys were all there too, right? Yep. Yep. Um, I spent my Monday and Tuesday with Bill. I may have been more with Bill <laughs> than I've been with my husband <laughs> at weird. this point. But, you know, I mean, what a, what a dedicated crew. We're either yep. done at 9 and sometimes we're done at 11, yep. 12 and, and they're always there making sure things are going seamless.
0: Yep. It's I, a huge thank you to the staff because it's, you know, when I hire them, you know we talk about it it's a community uh, media station it's not a nine to five job Mm -hmm. Um, and just you know not unlike your job right I mean you have to be there for meetings at night Um, but things pop up you know if there's exciting things you know what I what I'm trying to slogan and and tagline us is is we channel community spirit Mm -hmm. so when community spirit pops up we have the 375 uh, anniversary in one shade or another Um, it, it popped up like okay how do we do it what are we doing so part of part of today's uh, podcast is a little you know reminiscent and again so I had Kathy Schelp from the, the senior center and so I'm like I'm not gonna put you on the spot because you, you you just got here same thing you know you've been here for two years you you know you don't have a lot of uh, a, a snapshot of, of past history but uh, any thoughts any thoughts on the 375 375?
5: event you know I think that it's it's been amazing to see kind of this in the middle of a time that's really difficult to get kind of anything together, this grassroots effort to to really promote the three seventy fifth, right? And it's come from all different sectors, whether it's the women's club, the festivals committee, you guys, the historical society. I mean it's amazing to see everyone come together In a time when it's hard to, to to really rally around something. And I think it shows just how much people love this community, you know, and National Night Out, um, the fall festival last weekend and the weekend, the merch festival last weekend, the fall festival a few weekends ago with the merch association. It's just been um, people are just want to get involved in something right now. They want to feel like part of a community, you know, and I think the 375th just gives us another reason to celebrate who we are and i think that that's really pretty special
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and the one thing i i've I've noticed so i'm you know talking to rick and and um even kathleen so kathleen and i came into town about the same time Mm -hmm. 2008 is when i when i landed here and uh i'm starting to realize i'm 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 sitting through, you know, different police chiefs. Uh, you're my third town manager at this point, point. Um, and uh, Irene was here most of the time, and she just moved on, you know, you know, moved on to, I got a scouter mom passing by me right now. How are you doing, Christine? How are you? you? want to join us for a couple minutes? I can't, but I would love to. Okay. are taking out on the street. Yes, yep. Yeah, we're, we're celebrating Community Media Day, so, you know, one of my many, many hats. I love it. Community Media Good to see you. <laughs> um where was i
5: you were saying that you've been through three town managers yep, yep, and yeah yep. and really so the transition yeah
0: the transition and the one thing i've kind of noticed about the community itself is um because i'm from another community mm, yeah <laughs> but um the, we the won't judge the, you for that <laughs> for the the uh the thing i witness here is you know over all the different you know leaders and department heads and all that stuff north Andover, just like you said they kind of rise to the occasion um you get done things properly Mm -hmm. you know it's there's a right way to do it but you all say okay so how do we do it how do we get there Mm -hmm. and i think that's just been such a such a neat thing to be part of and and see how different it is in other communities Mm -hmm. um where it's like this is how it has to be you know get there (laughs) like like north end always wants to work together and so you know and how how do we get you in touch with the right person how do we um you know make it all happen so uh, you know it's just it's it, I, I've enjoyed it and I've, I've come to appreciate uh, a municipal um, you know really you know perspective and learning how, how things uh, work and, and and for me being part of the, the, the um, process I feel you know I feel honored to you know like I said just yeah. being being recognized in and, and, um, and, and nobody's surprised when I'm there. <laughs> they, no. they keep saying, you know, oh, there's Brian again or whatever. And we joked during the pandemic, you know, Brian uh, from the health department and, and Brian from the TV station seemed to be everywhere that whole three, first three months. So um, it's important, you know, it's important to, to be here. And we're, we're, we're always looking for ways to, to help. And I thank you for doing your town manager uh, updates. No and, uh, and I think those are important. I think the community looks, looks forward to those. So, um, and we
5: love pulling you into our harebrained ideas, whether it's you know throwing paper airplanes off the roof of town hall or whatever it is, you're always there to back us up on it. So <laughs> we appreciate that. No,
0: no, it's fun. I like the, I like the creativity and the ideas. Um, joining us now is Paul Mayette. And you got to scoot real close to that mic. And uh, Melissa, uh, Paul Mayette runs the TV program at the high school. Oh, nice to meet you, Paul. Um, so, so where we moved out of the... Uh, high school location when we came down here to 70 main street Uh, paul was teaching a class uh, course there and um and we shared space and um, so now i'm sure he's he's glad that it's all his and he gets to do whatever he wants over there but um so um we're we're celebrating community media day and um we're just finishing up with uh melissa and i'd love if you have time Go get your character done. Um, I plan to get my character
5: done. There's
0: either done. A, a black and white one here or there's a full color one upstairs. So it's yeah, a, it's up to good. you to do. Uh, I plan to get
5: my character done. Absolutely. It was yeah. great to chat with you guys. Good. Thank Have you so much. Fun. Good to meet you.
0: <laughs> Take care. Mr. Myed, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Do I sound like a professional here? Oh, yeah. I am never on this side of the, the microphone or camera. so... And, uh, and a,
6: a great sound system out on the sidewalk, too. Yes, so Oh, to good. You're coming heard down it? the street. Excellent.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm going to kind of lead into the same same thing I've said. Like we, as a community organization, we, we do whatever we can to help others promote uh, their themselves or benefit from exposure or uh, figure out how to, to get their, their name out there. But, you know, uh, we never promote ourselves. So um, the, the industry, the world, the, the, the country, I guess, came up with Community Media Day. It's every October 20th and um so here we are more more members coming down the street thank you um so i'm i'm just trying to you know be out here and get some exposure for the station and um just hear what people think about community television and what it means to them
6: yeah i think it's it's great that that exposure is is happening um and I, i you know i think as as difficult as the pandemic was i think that was such a a moment you alluded to it a few minutes ago but where you saw the the importance of having something like this established for the community where, you know, I saw it in, in the interactions we did with putting together the virtual graduation and, and um, the awards day and all of that. But, you know, there was so much more that went on in terms of getting messages out to the community. And, and you know, obviously as a town official in my own town, seeing what the importance of being able to remotely broadcast meetings and, and all of that type of thing, uh, how much that's meant to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what it's done for the town here. It's been hugely important.
0: No, no, absolutely. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about the program at the high school? Yeah,
6: so um, s- something I kind of stumbled into, it's been, gosh, I think a little over 10 years ago now, um, where I was asked to kind of help it out for a year um, and <laughs> loved um, getting the chance to come down there, and you guys are so gracious about kind of helping me kind of take, I've got a really disparate background in terms of, I know a little bit about a lot of the things that go on in there, and and you guys are so wonderful about helping me connect the dots. Um, But we've been, you know, working to create a program that you know teaches students about how to create a message using visual and audio components together. Um, It really ties in a lot with the writing programs that we do, and that you know the idea is to have a message, a narrative, to put it out. Um, in writing and then in this class it's the same way how can you utilize the visual elements how can you utilize uh, audio elements how can you tie them together to get that same effect um, so this year we're really trying to up it um, we've uh, been sending students out to interview club leaders, coaches uh, trying to put together uh, small packages that highlight some of the things that are going on in the school and doing live broadcasts uh, to I I Yep. We've discussed it. Yep. it uh, it'll this Friday will mark every Friday from hopefully here to the end of the year, uh, kind of highlighting things that are going on around the school and hopefully nice. expand to the town a little bit as well.
0: Nice. And, and I remember so my my high school experience um, with community television, same thing. So um, you know, there's a there's a public channel, an education uh, you know ed ed channel, uh, and, and the government channel. So the you know high school in my town I grew up in Danvers um, we we benefited from community television because they they populated the the studio with all the gear Um, the local teacher was there and and he taught and we were fortunate to have you know four years of it and um, you know as a student you know I my all my siblings were ten years older than me I'm you know I'm kind of in the in the rears there and um, you know when it came to school I was kind of going through the motions and um, when I took tv as an elective it like locked me in you know so you know there there's just something about you know it's it is a it is a trade it is a craft um but it's you know it's it's kind of blue collar but it's kind of white collar you know and i I don't know if that's politically correct to say (laughs) anymore but but it but it's both right because you have uh administrative positions you have um Organizational positions, but then there's really kind of, you know, trade and craft and hands-on and and creativity Um, It opened so many doors for me and locked me into school because then I started to get it and start, you know Paying attention to homework and all that kind of stuff Um, What's your perspective now? I mean, it's different now. That was way back when I graduated in 91 um, And now everybody has a TV studio in their pocket, you know, so what what keeps Media exciting in, in your world from the high school?
6: Well, it's funny just thinking, you, you graduated in 93 and Danvers must have been well ahead because our ed channel, uh, we looked to see what was for lunch that day on the school menu and <laughs> that was about all we got. Um, you know, I think you, you talked about it being a craft but also having the creativity. Um, and I, I stress that a lot, you know, in my creative writing class that, that there is art to writing and there is craft to writing and both are essential. And I think that's very similar to what happens here. And that's the neat thing about the class is there's a lot of opportunity for just about anybody to come into it. And you know, if you are really into the technical side of operating a camera and aligning the shot just so, or setting up the lights, or that kind of you know producing, um, directing piece where it's a lot of action. You know, like just kind of having your hands on everything, no matter what. A- um, no matter what aspect of that appeals to you, there's a job for you to do. So it's it's a great opportunity for kids to kind of feel out different things and and try that out. And then, you know, I always tell them in terms of as a class, as much as I sort of hate to say this as an English major, um, <laughs> there may be more jobs that come directly out of this class than anything else I do. Um, you know, the, the example I always give them is going to see Springsteen a few years ago and... Um, noticing that the lights were going just in time with the music, even though it, it, w- it wasn't pre-programmed because it was a request that he'd taken, um, and then noting the camera operator up on stage, and it was, you know, uh, Springsteen and Jake Clemens and the camera operator. I know Those are the only three people on stage. Wow. And you think about that, you think about ESPN and SportsCenter, you think about all of the different media operations that are out, no matter what your interest is. Mm-hmm. there's a job there out of this right um.
0: absolutely and um i'm gonna segue right into one of the new things new programs i want to make sure you know about so we're starting up an, an explorer program here at the station and uh explorers are, are usually more known for like um first responders police stations have them it's it's really a sneak peek at the career you know so if you're interested in law enforcement you join our explorer posted at the police station so we are we're starting up it sounds like one of the first ones in the country for communications. So now that's a little bit different because, um, you know, when you sign up as a, you know, when you take a career as a police officer, you're a police officer, but you could be in forensic, you could be in this and you could be in that. Um, But with communications, it is a wide breadth. You could be video, you, you know, camera work, you could be editing, you could be public relations, you could be writing. There's, you know, so there's a lot that goes into it. So our Explorer program is going to be like a scorecard, almost like a bingo card. And we'll have a column of uh, video production. We'll have a column of writing. We'll have a column of uh, marketing and that type of thing. Uh, and then little activities within those columns. And as they start to fill, you know, choose what they want, um, they, it's going to almost show a trajectory. Oh, these guys are more interested in graphic design, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Yep, just jo- join us, and we'll cross right over to you. Um, you know, so it's actually a career-building type of event. We're, we're targeting um, um, middle schoolers into high schoolers. So um, so as the high school teacher, if you can spread the word, we're going to generate yeah. some posters. We'll get them down in the, to uh, guidance and the high school. And, um, but it's I'm excited about it. We'll be starting up. Uh, she's, not, nope, she's not looking at me. Um, that's our hairdresser down the street. <laughs> Um, so I think, you know, it's the, the, the skills you can get here at, at community television is, um, their job skills and, and it doesn't matter what job at this point, because every, um, every company or every job you, you join, you know, or have, you're going to post social media, you're going to put something on your website. Um, these are, you know, job skills for just about any career. That's and, and
6: that's going to be such an important skill going forward. And, you know, look at even, <laughs> I was researching college writing programs a few years ago, and I'd say about half of them have most of their information on their website in the form of a video for writing programs. So it's, it's going to be important regardless of where you're going. So.
0: Right, correct. And so, as an example of that, because I'm looking at you, looking at your phone, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you have kids that so oh, you have yeah. to get home to get to. <laughs> uh, Veronica's here from the Y. Um, and she's joining us here. And um, just quickly tell me, uh, and I want to cross over one more thing with you first. Um, is, was your job at the Y video production?
7: No, absolutely <laughs> no. not. It was marketing, and we were mostly doing you know, flyers, right. print right. work,
0: and that was involved. And now we see you just about every other day here at the <laughs> station working as, because of course, the Y is a nonprofit. And uh, and you can do a lot of work over here. But before Paul goes, Paul's the high school teacher at the uh, video, you know, video production uh, teacher over at the high school media. media. It's now it's, now, it's now called Creative Media, right? It's not just video. Um, so three hundred and seventy-five uh, years here in um, the creation of a- uh, the Andovers. Um, how long have you been in town, Paul?
6: Uh, this is my fifteenth year working at North Andover. Of course, you know, we're talking the valley. Valley. I started in Lawrence, six years there, and my
0: so, wife's from Methuen,
6: so a so, little bit of time.
0: So North Andover, or the Andovers, are celebrating 375 years. So in that time span, what's changed? What's what's a little crisp little secret or a little joy that you have here in town? Anything that stands out to you or anything that's changed dramatically in your time here? In the, t- in the, oh, in the town? Um, oh yeah right <laughs>
6: <laughs> because, you know, sit, sitting right here in Main Street I think the first thing I thought is like uh, we have still got the Boston Chowder company so it's what hasn't changed like, wow. we wow. lost the one that was near us um, that's funny. yeah I think it's I think um, definitely seen it become a more diverse okay. town and were you here for the old school
1: the old no school? I missed okay. that by okay. a couple of years okay. All
6: right. um, okay. um, played some sports there in high school but that's about it gotcha um, so yeah I think th- I think it's it's become a more diverse town and I think that's really added a lot to the, the richness of Going on around us, and we're seeing a lot of that with new clubs at the high school. Nice. Um, students introducing their cultures. And um,
0: you do a lot of the world studies uh, programs. Or what's the I'm group right that you're with? Oh, model UN. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, That's definitely been yeah, kind of big
6: Excellent. Part of that, so. Cool. All right. Well, thank All right. you very much.
0: Thanks for I spending see. time, and I'll see nice you before you. Friday. Yes. <laughs> Excellent, Veronica. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Very good. I'm. I'm. I'm never on the side. I, I start every interview like this, but. Uh, I'm getting more and more used to uh, being on this side of the production, right? I'm, I'm usually behind the scenes, so. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm enjoying the day, and it's nice out, and why not, right? We're right here on, uh, right on in front of 70, 70 Main Street, lots of traffic noise. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and the landscape was here not too long ago, so you're in a better spot. So, um, we're, celebra- we're celebrating, honoring uh, Community Media Day, and that's every October 20th. And um we spend a lot of our time as a nonprofit, like, making sure that we somehow benefit other nonprofits and make sure that they get the exposure and the, you know, if they can't afford, you know, mainstream media, how can they get you know, create media and, and get the exposure they need. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of what we spend our time and we're usually the last ones to point our fingers at ourselves and, you know, stand up for ourselves and whatnot. So this is a day that I'm trying to make sure that we we hear from from people about you know the things that we do or that we provide. So we I thank you for for um, stopping by, uh, and if you want to just tell us how you guys are involved with community television in North Andover Camp.
7: Sure. Well, you're welcome. It's my pleasure to come and talk about the partnership between the Merrimack Valley YMCA and North Andover Camp. It's been amazing. It's been uh, I don't think we realized when we came in to meet you two years ago, um, how important this partnership would become. Um, We started, you know, the Merrimack Valley YMCA is of course the Andover North Andover YMCA. We also have the Lawrence YMCA and the Methuen YMCA. So we have, wearing a a lot of different hats in a lot of different towns. Um, When we first came to North Andover Cam, we wanted to do a video to celebrate, um, to, to play at an event that we were having. We have a program called Adelante. Um, where we raise money for Lawrence teens who are in middle, who are going into middle school and they might want to go to a private middle school versus um, going to or a private, private high school. They're, they're in middle school, they want to go to a private high school. Um, and so we work with them and we give them educational support and we also give them scholarship support. So we wanted, we were having a big event that was a fundraiser and we wanted to do a video introducing the people at the fundraiser to the teens. So that's why we first came to North Andover Cam, was to get your help with that program. Um, And we came and you guys showed us how to use the equipment. and We were able to create just a great video for that event. And then we realized, wow, we can do, we can tell our story in so many ways using video. And we have so many stories to tell. So since then we've used um, North Andover Cam to promote different programs that we're having, like personal training or um, you know programs at the Y, but also our food programs. We have a food pantry at the Lawrence Y. We have promoted that and gotten people to come and um, donate food through our videos that we've done we've put out the videos on our social media and also you've aired it on your channel, which we're so grateful for. I, it's just been a great partnership. So that was probably a very long winded answer. No, <laughs> no, no.
0: And I do have to say you, you are a model member because, um, you know, we wear different hats. So we run all, um, we run all three channels. So there's the government channel, the education channel and the access channel. And you kind of fall under that access channel side where it's, it's really member produced and, um, You know and we always you know everybody kind of does misinterpret us sometimes and they think they you know pick up the phone and have cam go out and cover things you know that's not really the mission um it's really about teaching people how to um use the technology to create media and make that stuff available for people and um whereas when we're on the government channel um in the government we run the government channel so we'll run out and we'll produce something for the government right so they do see us out there producing things but that's for a completely different role. Um, you, I, I, you know, I say, but you, you are a model member. You know, you've you learned how to use our cameras or you might use your own cameras. You go out and shoot your content and then you come back and edit it. And then um, it, it gets aired on our channels and it gets used in your websites and all that kind of stuff for, for your, your purposes. And as a nonprofit, you know, the sky's the limit. You guys want to do fundraisers and all that kind of stuff. You can, you can do calls to action and, and all that. And I, I feel like you've, you've kind of utilized most of that, uh, at one time or another. Cause your, your you're CEO or what's your, um, your director called, so, yeah, he was in here in the beginning and oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you guys were working on a, a pretty elaborate project when you guys first came in, right?
7: Yeah. And you know, when, during the pandemic, when everything became virtual too, mm-hmm. um, You know we couldn't have our live events our fundraising events for our different um you know we raise money so that people anyone can come to the y like if you need a program or if you need a membership and you can't afford it we will work with you to make sure that you have access to what the y offers um so we have all these fundraisers and during the pandemic they were all you know we couldn't have live fundraisers so we did some really great videos with you guys to short sort of Um, to play at our virtual events that we had. So that really worked out well. And then of course, when we were reopening, we did some videos to show, to to help members understand how we were keeping things clean and how we were, you know, our safety protocols going forward. I Um, I,
0: I do smirk a little bit because, you know, we we worked side by side with the school, trying to get them, you know, all the information out for the school because everything changed for the the pandemic. All the rules were changing and you were right in there with it because you guys were trying to open the gym and the facility and the programs. And like, same thing, you would come in and edit a package and then like come back the next day because all the rules had changed and yeah. you'd have to change it. So <laughs> like you were out of everybody I crossed paths with and you you're, you really stayed active. You know, we never really shut down during the pandemic, um, but members really didn't come out. Um, you know, we weren't off in classes. We really, be, really became, you know, gov and ed centric. But we never really closed our doors to the public. It was it was about hey you know if you have stuff to do and you guys did you know you had to stay active and, and keep those videos going um, because you had to keep up with the regulations and, and try and communicate to your membership and uh, I just kind of smirked because you were kind of just as busy as we were trying to keep up with all yeah. that stuff. <laughs> oh
7: my gosh, and I do want to get back to I sort of got away from my point that I wanted to say when you said I was a model mem- member it's it's so easy to learn this equipment you know. I would urge any other nonprofits or any local businesses who want to partner with North Andover Cam to do so because um, you know we came in and you guys showed us what to do and then we were just off to the races and I do get stuck sometimes on you know oh the sound is not quite right on this or mm-hmm. I lost this screen or whatever and you guys are right there to always help me when I need right. help. and that's
0: that's exactly what the staffs there there's always staff in the building they can help troubleshoot things and figure things out absolutely um, I lost my thought. I oh, thought. <laughs> sorry. I <laughs> no, got no. you. No, that's, <laughs> but, um, but that's, it's huge. And, 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 um, we do encourage uh, organizations to, to come down because, you know, just like you said, it's, it's easy to learn. When you walk into the studio or you look at the gear, it looks intimidating, you know, but, you know, take the, the, the studio uh, environment, it, it, the whole room looks intimidating, but each station is really simple to learn, you know, so you've got to get past that initial, um, oh wow that's that's great I, I can't do that because you know I get a lot of people in the door and they, yeah I'm not really technical and but honestly I mean you know we all joke you know everybody's walking around with a TV studio in their 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 pocket with a phone now um, it's we teach you uh, you know the, 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 the ability to, to use that same equipment just better yeah. you know and, um, and and it's just really about mindset you know the the mystique of community television is gone right because it used to be like wow there's a tv station in my town yeah. this is how channel five does it oh new center five this is how they shoot their new show you know people have that same capability in their pocket they can shoot edit you know voiceover titles all that stuff can happen on their phone um but what we offer here at north end of cam and at most of the community television st- stations uh across the state and country is is the the trade craft the skill you know why 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 don't you put the head at the bottom of the screen like when well, you know, my biggest pet peeve is you go on vacation you hand your camera to somebody you go can you take a picture and you take a picture and it's like you know you're this little thing at the bottom of the frame and yeah. it's like what were you aiming at <laughs> um you know it's it's us you know we're here to teach people to pay attention to those little things and that's really what elevates anybody's production value and whatever content you put on your know, websites and channels and stuff like that so um it's it's not that intimidating we do encourage yeah thank you for saying that to other businesses but uh, that's exactly what we want you know don't be afraid of it it's 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 not it's not that hard and it's not out of reach absolutely
7: absolutely and it is it's amazing what we can put out on the on the Y channel the Y the website that just looks so professional Mm -hmm. and it's just you know, just me who learned how to do it two years ago, so.
0: <laughs> That's excellent. And I, you have somebody coming along with you now, right? Is that, yes, we have ahead. a
7: new marketing director. Her name is Amari, okay. and she, like, picked it up like that. She's already a Mac user, so, of course, all your systems are on Mac. Sure. Um, but I was amazed at how, how much she picked it up, so I'm Fantastic. really happy to have her, her help. So we'll just be... We'll be seeing more of us probably <laughs> fantastic
0: um so one of the other things we're talking about here uh, uh, while we're out here is it's it's uh the andover's 375th anniversary you know of, of, of when, when they're the inception um how, where do you you're, you're in town but are you from the area are you do you have a lot of you know, connection to the andovers i North do andover?
7: actually so, um i grew up in andover mm-hmm. and now have come so far away i now live in north Andover. Ah, very good <laughs> so and how I,
4: I long have you
0: lived in north Andover? Um, gosh
7: 25 years oh good
0: you're a good candidate because yeah. i had to, my last two even the town manager and the, the new uh, senior center director they've only been in town for two years so we haven't really been able to reflect too much on it so all right so give me 20 years so in the 20 years um we're doing like a digital time capsule so we're trying to record some stories and and you know things like that. So is there anything, a sweet spot in town, something special? What's changed? What's what's evolved to your liking? What do you miss? Uh, what do you remember? Anything?
7: Wow, there's a lot, um, and I do have to pick up my son, so he's yeah yeah. To uh, I would say the first thing that comes to mind is so random, but it's actually the rotary by the the old common. <laughs> because when I first moved to North Andover, I hardly ever drove to that end of town because I lived lived in the Heritage Green condominiums across from the 99 restaurant. I lived there for a year. Yep. loved a year, that place. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was great. Um, and whenever I had to go to that end of town, there was a strange, odd intersection. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, if it was you were a here. triangle or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. You, I just never knew the rules and I would always get really anxious and worked up when I had to, to go there and now we have this rotary and my sons who are all learning to drive they are they're anxious about the rotary but I'm like you don't know how much better it is um, so I'd say that's a major change that comes to mind for some random reason of course the sheep shearing love the sheep shearing in town now um, has, how,
0: has that been here non-stop for 20 years i
7: think it has i remember hearing about it when i first came when i first uh, moved to town i was like you know a young professional so i didn't go to the sheep shearing. but then once i started having kids i always brought them to that and the fourth of july the family day on the fourth of july i love that on the common the little bike parade and um all the fun stuff that they do on the fourth of july the silly the games, yep, you know, the yep. t- hometown games. Yep, I loved bringing them to that. I do have to say, younger. with
0: with the sheep shearing, uh, when I I came to town from North End of Cam at, at, um, in 2008, and um, and sheep shearing was the thing that surprised me the most because it's a very suburban town, <laughs> and I'm like, where where are all the sheep? Like where? where why? You know. And then of course I've learned the you know the back backstories uh, from from all the sheep farms and so. But yeah, it was it, that was the one that caught me off. By surprise, okay. I'm on. I'm yeah, on board. Yeah. <laughs> it's different, and it's, it's been <laughs> exciting. Yeah, uh, very fun. Um, great. So I don't want to keep you too long, and it looks like I actually get a break. I've been going nonstop since just before two, so this is uh, this is good. So we'll we'll awesome we'll we'll finish up part one of our uh, community media day uh, podcast. So we are we're now we are now have a podcasting platform and um this is the end of part one of um uh, main street 70 main street podcast uh debut but uh thank you thanks for joining us my pleasure i'm sure i'll see you later this week